Thank you for tuning in to the Shermcast, a Sherman Center podcast. What does entrepreneurship mean to you? Mm, that's a good question. Ooh, a more uh, abstract question. I think entrepreneurship means designing a solution and just not giving up in, in, in really making that either solution work or solving that problem. Having an idea or having a vision and executing it regardless of challenge and um, regardless of challenge, regardless of lack of resources, just finding the resources, finding the people, finding the communication, finding the spirit to get things done. For me, entrepreneurship is much more um, the process of identifying a problem and thinking about how you're going to solve it. Much like engineering, much like pretty much any real world discipline that focuses on building something. Um, I think the difference there is just that instead of focusing solely on a technical problem or solely on um, you know, an individual project, you're trying to do something much bigger. And the problems in mind and the vision that you have for it is hopefully going to make uh, an impact on a lot more people and in a bigger way. It's all about, it's all about your kind of that determination um, to keep going, keep pushing forward, pivoting if you need to. Um, but it's really about seeing real-world problems and solving them. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Shermcast, a podcast by the Michael J. and Sherman Center for Engineering Entrepreneurship Education. We're your hosts, Aya Aragon and Yuki Nishida. So I'm a third-year bioengineering major, and I've been involved with the Sherm since my freshman year. And I'm a third-year journalism major. And I'm completely new to the Sherman Center. In this episode, we'll be giving you a tour of the Sherman Center and what it has to offer. But first, Yuki, could you tell me a little bit about the history of the Sherm? The Sherman Center opened on May of 2014 with the backing of Northeastern alumni Michael J. and Ann Sherman. The motivation to create the center comes from its mission to enable student entrepreneurship by providing education on tools, concepts, and resources to foster creativity and the ability to develop commercially viable ideas. In Michael Sherman's words himself, taken via News at Northeastern in 2014, quote, it is our hope and anticipation that within Northeastern University is the solution to most of the travails that affect the human condition. The Sherman Center will empower students at Northeastern to think bigger than the technology currently allows and make an impact in the world around them. We know wonderful things will happen here, one idea at a time, end quote. Helping run the day-to-day -day operations of the Sherman Center is Ted Johnson, the assistant director. He's been working here since the Sherm's opening in 2014, and you can probably see him every day at his standing desk, almost always wearing a three-piece suit. We sat down with him and asked him about his involvement with the Sherm and how it's grown. So Ted, What's your history with the center, and what were you doing before we started? You know, I've been with the college for about eight years now, which is insane to me. Um, before this, I was with the dean's office. I was running renovations, lab renovations um, around the college. Um, and before that, I was working in kind of the back-end financial office for the college. Um, grants, HR, 
budgets, a whole bunch of different things. Um, before that, going in the Wayback Machine, um, I've been a personal trainer in New York City. I was a hotel manager and restaurant manager for Marriott, and just a whole bunch of, I don't know, slew of other things too. How has the center changed in the time that you've been here? The Sherman Center has changed so much over the past four years. You know, it started as evening workshops that were student-led, Arduino, 3D printing. Um, a couple of students that said, hey, I have this expertise and I would love to teach people. All right, awesome, let's do it. It'll enable folks to do more. It eventually, let's see, my first um, act as uh, the program manager at the time of the Sherman Center was to put in the paperwork for our entrepreneurial engineering minor. And so right when I started, we took those courses um, and the, the director at the time, founding director, Shashi Murthy, um, we put together this minor and that became like our, our second official program. Since then, our, the programs that have come about have either been um, student-driven or a combination of donor and student-driven. So you had the co-op, uh, Sherman Co-op come about. You know, the Sherman family really wanted to do something to allow entrepreneurs to start their venture and really explore it hands-on. Um, we had our uh, Generate, oh my gosh. Uh, we had Generate, uh, you know, start with, with Mina and Bailey. And, um, and last but not least, we had Rev, uh, our mentoring program. Um, a, f a few different donors got together and said, hey, you know, folks need mentoring. Um, and so, you know, over the course of those four years, those programs started to, to round out the five that we have. And then just a week or so ago, we opened this new makerspace. So things have been a whirlwind. But the, the work that's done here is so real. It's so hands-on. It, 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 like, it speaks for itself. Um, the most rewarding and most fun part of the Sherman Center is how it has become this comfortable community for so many different students um, on campus. And to see them thrive in a way that's comfortable, to see them like, build things, build ventures, build products um, with folks that like in other disciplines or, or other parts of campus that they would never normally get introduced to or work with, that gets me excited. What's your favorite thing about the center? Personally, the Sherman Center is, and I think can continue to be, one of the most um, developmentally valuable experiences on campus for students. Um, so, so often, especially in the entrepreneurship space, I feel like we get wrapped up in okay, um, let's start a venture, let's get seed, you know, a seed round, VC funding, um, you know, let's, let's make an exit. And I think it can be so much more than that. Entrepreneurship uh, can be so many different things to so many different people. And it's, it's a mindset, it's a skill set, and like that developmental piece down here um, is really what makes, I think, the Sherman Center, the Sherman Center. How would you describe the Sherman Center and its students in one word? Tenacious. That is, it's really how I describe a lot of the teams down here. Um, it's how I describe the students that, that are, are building those products and building those ventures. Um, I, I can't believe the in incredible growth of Generate. Um, not just in scale, 
but like the foundation that it has. It is such a, a, a well, well-run student program. Um, our, our Sherman Center co-ops, um, you know, past and, and I definitely know future too, they are folks that are in it to win it. Um, you know, it's for Sherman Co-op, it's an interesting metric um, that success for me is, is by no means the launching of a venture um, for Sherman Center Co-ops, but looking at the, the repertoire that we've had, and, and quite a few have graduated at this point, um, almost every single one of them have pursued their venture post, you know, post-graduation. Um, they're just go-getters. The interesting thing too is that almost all of the Sherman Center programs are completely voluntary. Nobody actually has to be down here. In fact, all of them are. And so what you get is you get a group of folks that you know, see value and they, they just want to get in there and they want to make things happen. So I would summarize it as tenacious. Shashi Murthy, the founding director of the Sherman Center, ran the Sherm since its opening in 2014 until spring 2019 when he went on sabbatical. Taking his place is Andrew Goldstone, the mechanical engineering capstone professor here at Northeastern. We got to sit down with him as well and asked him for his thoughts on the center that he's inherited. What's your history with the center and what were you doing before you started here? Yes, I've been at Northeastern University since January of 2008 and I came in as an assistant professor of mechanical engineering. Um, my research was mainly, and still is mainly, in things like material science, um, strength of materials, and also uh, several sort of biomaterial initiatives. Uh, I've been interested in the respiratory system, working with Parkinson's, things like that, high-performance coatings, and most recently working with um, agricultural prosthetics. I after about, say, five years here, and I got my tenure, I became the associate chair of mechanical engineering in charge of our undergraduate program, which is very, very large, about 250 students a year. And I like to describe my job as the chief warrior of the curriculum. So if anybody had any feedback or any problems, I was the one who was going to listen and potentially help deal with that. Um, during that time, I also uh, became the director of our mechanical engineering capstone program which I coordinate with Professor Bridget Smyser. I, I've been the liaison with our very talented uh, MIE co-op team, who I think do a fantastic job here. And I like to think that I've helped oversee an explosion of extracurricular activity in mechanical engineering and also the College of Engineering. Students basically saying, hey, there's part of my education I'm not getting, or I'd like to have this opportunity I'd like to create it myself. So now we have this wonderful group of clubs that are just doing fantastic work, and um, I've been keeping my eye on them, and I advise several clubs there, about a half a dozen of them. So after I got my full professorship, my uh, current department chair, uh, my previous department chair, said, hey, there is an opportunity at the Sherman Center. Would you like to you know, take the directorship? Myself and the dean think you'd be good at it. And I accepted, and I've been doing that since January here. So... Um, it's an exciting place. They've really got their head screwed on right in a number of different ways. The challenge is when you come to a place like this, they're already doing a lot of stuff really, really well. So it's not like I can just come in and make arbitrary changes to try and like make things better. So um, I've had to be a fairly long study understanding the programs and the infrastructure of this place to see how I can actually um, expand it, improve it, maybe bring it to the next, uh, next, next level, I guess. 
How has your perception of the center changed since coming here? We hear the word entrepreneurship all the time. We hear the word innovation all the time. We hear the word disruptive all the time. And, you know, frankly, it, it one could very quickly get cynical with that, with all the little, you know, websites and 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 startups and elevator pitches and handshakes and in some cases it almost looks like a, a quick fix in some ways it's like why should i go to school i can just do a startup and so what i've learned as you know as i've sort of looking at the sherman center before i came and as i've worked with it is that um that that is true to some extent in the general entrepreneurial ecosystem you're always going to have stuff like that but i have been very impressed that whenever i pose a sort of cynical level question to anybody really in our entrepreneurial ecosystem in the sherman center particularly the responses i get are very well thought out um people have thought very deeply about the problems that they want to tackle and they're really really pretty mature about the challenges they face more importantly, perhaps, is sometimes, a again, a reputation that some sort of young entrepreneurs have is if you challenge their ideas, sometimes they can be pretty thin-skinned or I'll go talk to somebody else or, you know, whatever. You don't understand my problem. You know, I'm such a genius. But again, I think there's something special about Northeastern students. They can take criticism really well. And I'm not just saying sort of bully. I'm saying like they can have engaging conversations and in cases where they could use work, they will take that on board and they'll come and talk to you again and follow up. But in cases where, frankly, they're right and I'm incorrect, they'll say, actually, that's a good question, but you know, let me assuage your concern. So I, I think the word I wanna bring up is maturity. I mean, really, there's something about these kids that they think through problems deeply and they're willing to defend them. What are you most anxious for moving forward? Every day um, when new kids come in, clever kids come in, and I get older, I get worried or that why the hell should these kids listen to me? You know, what do I have to bring? Is my information current? That type of thing. And sometimes when you've been an educator for so long, you and there are people out in the world who are sort of doing things, very loud things and sometimes very good things, you wonder, wait, why should my voice be a part of that? So what I'm hoping to do is keep my finger on the pulse enough and keep my own activity level enough that I stay relevant and effective as an educator. In such a fast-moving world, it's a challenge for us now, probably more so than it's been than ever before. Yeah. What is your vision for the center? I think we are going to uh, aggressively move forward to help students understand what entrepreneurship is and what innovation is because those are terms they hear all the time and you ask five different people you might get five different definitions and I think we'd like to generalize that definition a bit. I think what we'd also like to see is more flexible approaches to helping students develop startups and we've had a few really good successes and I'd like to see some more. Do we need to change our programs? Do we need to take a more informal approach to do that? Maybe, but myself and you know the assistant director, Ted Johnson, we are willing to do that. And we're looking forward to kind of personally and flexibly mentoring ideas. And that could be really exciting. Um, and the other thing that I'm really, really excited about is we, we wanna do an initiative where we would like students to know that 
although engineering degrees, technical information is a very rigorous, very robust educational process, just because you're a business student or a philosophy student or a journalism student doesn't mean that you can't learn enough engineering to be dangerous or kind of move things forward. We'd like to change that perception a little bit because right now there seems to be a perception that while engineers can go out and learn business or health or whatever, the information doesn't flow the other way for some reason. And um, I think we're going to change that perception. So we're looking forward to working with the university system in general to um, try and do that. Those are the things I think I'm most excited about. If you could say anything to the members of the Sherman Center and to Northeastern students in general, what would it be? Huh, that's, from someone like me, that's kind of a dangerous question. But um, every day, I just hope that people are going to wake up and realize that they have a brain that is incredibly powerful, no matter what they see around them, either people succeeding in supposedly large ways, failing, like we are in a current area where people are just doing things, loud things, because all information is available to everyone. And I think the perception of people just doing a good job or getting their own personal challenges done or, or, or doing medium-sized tasks or realistic-sized tasks has been devalued somehow because we're just looking at up and down superstars all over the time. So if I could, I'd love to convince people just, you know, have faith in your own brain and don't get intimidated or frustrated or whatever about all this information overload we have. You've got a powerful brain, use it. So. Uh, that concludes the There's some really awesome programs that we run here in the Sherman Center too. Yeah, we have REV, which stands for Resource for Engineering Ventures that connects venture teams to donors and mentors that can help them grow their ventures. There's even an entrepreneurial engineering minor, which will teach you the ins and outs of product development life cycle. We even have the Sherman Center Co-op. Yep, any student entrepreneur with a venture idea can spend a co-op cycle building that venture. You can even choose an idea from old capstone or marketing projects and build off of those. You'll have the financial backing of alumni philanthropy and mentorship from the Sherm's professional network. Some of those ventures include platforms to help students get scholarships. Scholarjet by Tuan Ho and Joseph Aline. And clothing subscription services based on you. No small, medium, or large sizes. Unsize by Katie Wilhoyt. And that's just two. We've had seven different ventures in total. One of the Sherman Center's biggest programs is Generate, which is a student-led product development organization. They connect clients with venture ideas to students who want to create them. Everything from bike locks to shoe insoles to phone apps to help you pick out an outfit each morning. We got in touch with one of the founding members of Generate, Bailey Kane, to tell us a bit about how Generate started. He graduated in May 2019 and has been involved with the Sherman Center since its founding in 2014. Together with Mina Iskaguros, another ex-member, the two of them founded Generate, which has grown into a student org with over 70 members. Side note, we had to interview him via phone call, so please excuse the audio quality. This call is now being recorded. So I spent uh, quite a bit of time during college at the Sherman Center and interacting with many of the programs there. Um, my first, uh, the first time I learned about the Sherman Center was, I think, the summer after my freshman year. Um, one of my good friends who was a bit more connected in the entrepreneurship community at Northeastern told me, hey, uh, you're studying engineering. There's this center on campus that does a lot of things you're interested in around 
bridging the gap between entrepreneurship and engineering and all of that, you should reach out. Um, and so I did just that. I sent over a couple of emails, and I was able to uh, get in touch with Ted Johnson. And I learned uh, later on that I actually got in touch with him before he even started his full-time job at the Sherman Center. Um, but he and I were able to have a great conversation on the phone. I learned a little bit about what the center is all about. And then a few months later, when the fall semester started, this was fall uh, 2015, I came in, met Ted, and at the time, the director, Shashi Murthy, and signed up to start working as work-study. Um, I did that for about a year, um, and while I was doing that, I also started uh, exploring around with a few of the other entrepreneurship groups on campus and realized that uh, it was about time that somebody decided to make a group within Mosaic that was dedicated to supporting engineering work and hardware work. And so gathered up a bunch of people, found a few interesting projects, and started Generate that semester as well. Uh, the first time that I, uh, myself, and Mina Iskaris brought together a bunch of people to talk about Generate for the first time, and this is before anything was official, before we got approval from basically anybody, we sat down in the conference room and put everyone in a room and said, hey, uh, we have an idea, we have a thing that we want to build, and we want you to be a part of it. And at the time, it was a hard sell. <laughs> because we had basically no way to guarantee that we would be successful. We had no um, credibility, especially because we were so young, hadn't gone on co-op, any of that. But to be able to see that people were so excited about what we were saying and that people were clearly buying into the mission was uh, really cool. And it made a difference for me going forward to be able to see that it doesn't matter so much if you – know all of the answers right now. It just matters that you're working toward them and put a bunch of people together who can get excited about it and make some progress. What makes the Sherman Center what it is is the sense of camaraderie between people. Um, having spent some time working in many of the different communities around Northeastern, including some of the analogous ones through IDEA and SCOUT, um, I would say the ability to know that everybody has your back uh, in the Sherman Center and also is going to actively be a part of your learning experience and will engage with you on things that you didn't know about or uh, push you in ways that you didn't expect to be pushed is pretty special. Um, and not to say that that doesn't exist elsewhere, but I think there's a special sense of belonging that uh, I think makes a huge difference for a lot of people, myself included. We'd like to thank everyone who took the time to sit down with us and talk with us in this episode. Thanks to alumni Bailey Kane for opening up about his personal history with the Sherman Center and Professor Andrew Goldstone and Ted Johnson for also giving a rundown on the Sherm and running the Sherm every day. If you aren't already subscribed to the Sherman Center newsletter, you can sign up on our website, northeastern.edu Sherman. It comes out every Friday and will keep you updated on things happening in the engineering entrepreneurship community for both Northeastern and the greater Boston area. Our music is by Bureaucratic. You can find more about his music at bureaucratic.bandcamp.com. Make sure to tune in for our next episode and thanks everyone for listening.